Sat Nam. I'm Guru Prakarmakar. Guru Singh and I travel the world, loving to meet an ever-growing global community. We are appreciative of your vital role on this planet, for it is your willingness to be here and listen that calls forth wisdom, that activates our collective voice in service. Your questions bring forth the answers. For a wealth of information about who we are and what we do, please visit gurusingh.com. Bless you. Satnam. Hmm. A collision course is a light source. A collision course is a light source. So anytime you've got friction in your life, tension in your life, you have a light source. Creating that heat is that source of light. Without tension, pressure, stress, and friction, there can be no matter. And you exist as a soul body in matter. And therefore, if you have a lot of friction in your life, if you have a lot of tension in your life, if you have a lot of pressure in your life, if you have a lot of stress in your life, you have an opportunity in your life. You have an opportunity for a lot of light. The last thing that a sailor wants is dead calm. Dead calm is no wind whatsoever, no waves whatsoever, just nice and calm. It's interesting. The human being in the industrial world seeks pleasure, seeks relaxation, and dies of stress disorders. Because the tension, pressure, stress, and friction, which are naturally there, are not being utilized. They're building up, they're stagnating, they're layering, they're compounding. One upon another, upon another, upon another. And the last thing you want to do is blame someone else for what you are experiencing. That's like blaming the theater for you watching the movie. The movie's there, you didn't have to go. How do you not go when the movie is right there in front of you? You realize that within every moment, <clears throat> there are equal parts of everything. <clears throat> within every moment, there are equal parts of everything. You can either take the narrow view and see what you see to prove a point that for some reason you're wanting to prove, or you can see a bigger picture. You're not going to see the total picture because that isn't possible. Your sensory system isn't capable. But in every moment, you can see a lot more than how the tension, pressure, stress, and friction torments you. What is torment? Torment is heat. What is heat? 
source of light? What are you going to use it for? How are you going to use it? Kundalini is a light. Yogi Bhajan took one look at what he was experiencing in the West and he went, oh, we have a tool for this. He could have taught any number of forms of yoga. Once he got here, he realized this was so full of torment. This industrial world was so filled with torment that it was a perfect opportunity for big tool, for a big tool. We were just up at a festival called Lightning in a Bottle. 30,000 people gather there. And one after another after another would say to me, wow, I've been, doing kun I've been doing yoga for 15 years, I've been doing yoga for five years, for 10 years. I never experienced this. It doesn't mean that Kundalini Yoga is better. It means that Kundalini Yoga is necessary. And so is everything else. So is everything else. But what Kundalini Yoga does is Kundalini Yoga actually activates that Kundalini. Why? Why is a small child which is totally aligned? That's what the meaning of orthopedic means. Ortho means the structure of your body. Pedic means as an infant. So when a child is born, when a child is very young, it doesn't have that much of an opinion about the moments. And so without having much of an opinion about the moments, its system is very aligned. Thighs, hips, pelvis, spine, you see it, it lays there, it just it's like, it's like structured jello. And that's our goal. Our goal is to be that way. But the fact is, is that all of the opinions and the decisions and the attitudes, they all have torque. And they will pull you out of alignment. Kundalini is a light, and that light, it's not like, you know, Kundalini, the, the energy rises up the spine. Is the light in the room traveling through the room? Or is it just illuminating the room? Is the light in the room traveling through the room? Or is it just illuminating the room? Yes, that's an interesting question, isn't it? Once the light source establishes the light, you can hold it, you can keep it, you can maintain it. 
But you have to get the light source. What is the source of light? The source of the light is torment. Friction, tension, pressure, friction, tension, stress. You want nothing in your life? You want it calm in your life? Be calm in your life, whatever your life. But make sure that you're working that base, that kundalini, what, um, what uh, in Chinese medicine, it's that center between the tailbone. Hmm? Between the tailbone. Between the tailbone. Could you take him on around the other side so it's not in front? The tailbone and the navel point, right? Hold your navel point. Stop looking over there. Hold your navel point. Touch, touch your tailbone right now. Everybody. This is not show and tell. This is action. Now, imagine a place right in between those two points. Imagine a place right in between those two points. The Chinese call it one of the Dantian. Hmm? The Dantian is that resting place of the Kundalini. Just close your eyes. Experience the sensation between those two points that you're touching. Experience the sensation. Halfway between those two points is the resting Kundalini. Now, when that Kundalini begins to activate, when that Kundalini begins to activate, can we turn the phone off, please? When that Kundalini begins to activate, Experience it coming to the tailbone. Just a light. Just a light. Close your eyes. Just a light. How is the Kundalini going to turn the corner? How is that light going to turn the corner? And roll up through the spine. How is it going to get through the spine? The only way that it can get through the spine is if the spine is aligned. And let go of those two points. Bring your hands in front of you. Hold those two hands close to each other. Feel that sensation between the two hands. Can you feel that sensation between the two hands? How can you increase that sensation between the two hands? Take your two hands now and rub them together rapidly. Okay, take them now. Hold them. Now you feel it more profoundly. Same thing is true of the kundalini at rest. Kundal means coil. 
Lini means line or nerve. What you are doing in the postures, in the breath, in the movement, in Kundalini Yoga, is you're stimulating that coiled nerve. Then the coiled nerve begins to shine with a light. Now, what's going to happen is you're going to need to align the nanocrystal content. Say it, nanocrystal. Nanocrystal. Nano means infinitesimally small, microscopically small crystals in the fluids of your spine and the fluids that surround your brain. When you have a remote control, it's not a radio remote, but it's an infrared light remote, don't you have to point it at the thing that you're going to turn on or off? Yes? And that light travels to the sensor inside whatever it is that you're turning on and off, correct? If there is something in between you and that sensor, is that going to turn it on or off? It's not going to do anything, is it? Because that light is going to be blocked. What blocks the light of your kundalini and keeps it from rising through the total spine. What is called a subluxation. Lux means light, sub means below or out of. Subluxation is when the spine is slightly out of alignment. What slightly out of aligns your spine? That was an interesting <laughs> grammatical phrase. What's slightly out of aligns your spine? I'm going to stick with it. Attitudes, opinions, thoughts. Why is the face called the face? Why do we call the face the face? Because it's the uppermost part of the fascia. The entire network of fascia hangs from your face down through your body. Your face is the way in which you actually, the face is the puppeteer. All of the strings to your puppet come down through your face. And that's why Yogi Bhajan always says, smile. It helps your kidneys. <laughs> Smile. It helps your kidneys. Twinkle your eyes. It helps your liver. Fascia. Face. Everything comes from here down through everything else. And what you're dealing with here in your life is a long face and an attitude. You carry that around for very long, you got nothing. You got nothing. I really hope I can raise my kundalini. I don't think so. I don't think so. You ought to be going, 
I can raise my kundalini. I know it. What does that sound like? What does that sound like? An adult or a child? A child. And what does a child have as an attitude? Knowing. How does a child learn anything? It knows it. In order to learn something, you must know it. And when you learn it, you know it again. What's it called? What's the word that means know it again? Recognition. Recognition. You recognize it. Ah. And what do you say? Ah. And what does your mouth do? Ah, 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 uh, uh, ah, do it. Ah, ah, ooh, ooh. You turned on a switch, you turned off a switch, you turned on a switch, you turned off a switch. Now, what's happening in today's world is that we have the introduction of what's called media. Yeah? Introduction of media, and you can have it on your own little device. You can have it on a bigger device that you leave at home. And what is media doing for you? It's telling you what to feel. It's asking you to think this, to think that. Cross-pollinization of attitudes is social media. There's nothing social about social media. They should call it just influential media. Because very influential, but it's not very social. Social is that hug that you give someone. That's social. Social is a conversation that you have that supports someone. That's social. The spine aligned. No attitudes, no opinions, creating subluxations. And what does that mean? The spinal fluid with all of those crystals in it is shining that light. Whether the light's moving or not, we haven't, we haven't made that decision yet, have we? Huh? But that light is able to shine up through. And what happens when the light of the remote meets the receiver? Whatever you have intended to do, volume up, volume down, change the channel, this, that, or the other thing, what happens when the kundalini is rising hmm, and it meets the various receiver centers, which are called your chakras, all of a sudden, it begins to work with the glands and organs that are associated with that chakra. And all of a sudden, your system begins to be an enlightened system. And enlightened system. A system that is using the light. And when you are enlightened, you are delighted. And when you walk into a room, you light up the room. 
whether the light is moving or not, we're still not there yet. <laughs> Isn't this what you want to be? Isn't this what you want to be? And your interpretation of that is everything else that you think you want to be. Oh, if only this, then that. Uh-uh. If only this, then whatever you want. When this, then anything. And the this that we're speaking of is that that kundalini uses all of the tension, pressure, stress, and friction in your world. Uses whatever is there available. It's fuel and raw material. A collision course is a light source. Say it. A collision course is a light source. So all you've got to do, not figure out how to change the what is, figure out how to use the what is. And the moment you begin to use the what is, you then have the power to alter the what is into what you want to use. Do you understand that cycle? Once you learn to use whatever is, once you learn to use the what is, not to change it, but once you use it, then you can guide it to alter it to make it what you want to use. And then you can use that for what you want to achieve. This is why Yogi Bhajan came here. This is why Yogi Bhajan taught Kundalini Yoga. Because it gives us that opportunity. It gives us that ability. What are you doing when we were doing the warm-up earlier? What are you doing? You've got, you've got a lifeline, a heart line, and a headline. In, in, those are the main lines, and you've got a lot of other lines in your palms, right? And all of your nerve endings that are in the tips of your fingers and the tip of your thumb, they are all of the endings that are in your highest centers. So when you're doing this, you're stimulating the head and the heart and the life, which is the gut. So all three brains, the gut brain, the heart brain, and the head brain, all three brains are being stimulated by your highest centers. The fascia on your, connected to your hands, right, is connected to all the nerve endings. So when you're stretching into your body glove, your feet, your hands, and your face, when you're fully stretching into your body glove, now you've got circulation happening. Nerve circulation, oxygen and pranic circulation, blood circulation, because the fascia that is attached is affecting everything. Clear? Then when you contract the rectum and the sex organs and the navel point, that is what houses the kundalini, correct? 
right there in between those two points. That's what houses that. So now you've put tension, pressure, stress, and friction in this area. Suddenly the Kundalini lights up. You've got your body and everything aligning more than normal and the light shines and the light shines and the light shines. Do it often enough and pretty soon it becomes normal. It becomes your new normal. Your light is shining and it's your new normal. And then when you see a situation, if you wear glasses, my wife and I wear reading glasses, but where don't we need to wear reading glasses? When we're out in the... When we're out in the sun. When you're out in the sun, you don't need as much focus. When you get more light on the subject, you see more clearly. You see more of the opportunities, more of what you would call the data points. You connect the data dots. You connect the dots. Isn't that what this world is telling us right now? What this world is telling us right now is that there are no dots connected. You look out there into media and you say, no dots connected. Correct? When no dots are connected, is truth a fact or is a fact a truth? No. no. That's what's happening in the world. Are they bad people? Beauty is in the eyes of who? The beholder. When you see funk, you consider it not good funk. Where is that being housed? In you or out there? In you. See the faults and then unsee them. Quoted by Yogi Bhajan. And so, that doesn't mean stick your head in the sand. It means see the faults, then unsee them. Because when you unsee the faults, the faults no longer become your focus. What can then become your focus? Solution. Do you want a solution, or do you just want to prove fault? Because that's exactly what you're doing. When you focus on fault, you want to prove fault. Because you think that proving fault is justice. Uh-uh. Justice is your enlightenment. Because when justice is your, when you have enlightenment, the justice is that the fault disappears without any punishment. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> and that's why the mantra, wahe, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> wow. All classes can be found now on gurusing.teachable.com. There's going to be long form classes available there 30 minute long yoga classes with Kriya. There's also what is called a Kundalini recharge. It's a brief lecture about something like depression or gratitude or achievement or partnering or success and it'll be a lecture 
with a pranayama breathing exercise and a single asana that you can just jump into during the day and then it'll round out with an affirmation or meditation and these will be like 11 minutes and then there are also going to be audio files which are guided 11 minute meditations which you can listen to and that's all within gurusing.com Bless you for joining us. Visit gurusing.com for an ever-expanding archive of lectures, videos, yoga sets, meditations, and more.